Hello, welcome to the Heal Into Awakening podcast. My name is Fran. How you guys doing? <laughs> I took a few weeks off from podcasting because I want to be able to be here at my best. And I was experiencing some things, just things from my past that was resurfacing. And I ne- I feel like I needed to kind of like go within, figure out what's going on with that. And I'm back with renewed vigor. <laughs> And that's the thing with healing, right? It's not a overnight thing. There are times where you feel like you have healed from a particular experience and then something happens that would then trigger it. And um, I have learned that I've learned I've learned that it's normal. And whenever that happens, I actually put myself in a position where I feel excited that I feel like my experiences are resources and I Whenever the universe gives me the opportunity to go within, I come back, I gather up as much information that I have, and I come back with just more insight to life. So times like that, when it first, when I first start going through something that is difficult, I always remember that the outcome of this experience will heighten my knowledge. And um, I'm here. I believe myself to be a guide and a teacher. I believe that part of my life purpose is to share my experiences and heal through that. And um, whenever I experience something that I know will give me more, that will push me more along the lines of that, I am always grateful. And so I started that for the last couple of weeks. I started with that mindset and I'm here and I feel way better because I just, again, I feel like I've gotten so much out of it. Today, I want to talk about experiences, right? And integrating the lessons from experiences into your everyday life and being intentional about the person that you choose to be from your experiences, right? Um, Now, especially when you experience trauma, you can't just love and light your way out of it, especially trauma that is so intense that it molds you it molds your shadow self you have to be able to integrate it into your life make peace with it and allow it to allow yourself to navigate life from that not in that but from that space and um, I would like to talk about that a little bit and how I allowed and continue to allow my experiences to mold me and how I came to be in this position and how it has impacted my life. So I'll start from the beginning. I had a really, really difficult childhood and a lot of my understanding from my childhood led me to believe that one, people do not treat kids that are not biologically theirs. They do not treat kids with the same love and affection that they would treat their own kids. That is something I got out of it out of my experiences as a kid. There are a lot of people who I was left in their care and they mistreated me. And as I, when I was in that time and I was growing older, I needed a mother. I needed caregivers that I didn't have. And as I, maybe somewhere in my teenage year, whenever I would reflect to that, I told myself that I would never treat a child that isn't mine differently then I would treat my child. And 
it is not because I'm so much better than others that do, but because I have experienced what it's like to be treated poorly simply because you're not someone's blood. During my awakening, those experiences played out a lot and there was a lot of pain from that. And in that pain, I got a lot of insight and it actually intensified that desire to ensure that kids are protected. I understand on a very deep level how important our presence is. You don't know how it will impact them from the future. So I'm very intentional about my words and my actions, even my body language when I am around children, especially little girls, because I know how fragile our interaction is or it could be. When I was growing up, um, there was an uncle of mine that would visit us occasionally throughout the years. And I had a lot of hobbies. I had a lot of things that I was good at, but no one took notice. But this man, Uncle Fred, would always take special interest in getting to know me. He knew I liked books, so he would challenge me each time he comes with a different book. And he would give me vocabulary whenever. He just really took interest in my gifts. And I remember I used to get <clears throat> beaten a lot by different people growing up. But Uncle Fred wasn't a disciplinarian in that nature. Instead, I did something to him once. He told me not to do it. And I did it anyways. And he just completely took away his attention from me. He stopped. He would speak to me, but it would be very high and by and it affected me way more than the people that would put their hands on me and I admired that man so much and as I got older I just admired how he was with me and just kids in general and I think that in a lot of ways I mean I wouldn't say I'm an uncle Fred <laughs> but in a lot of ways um as much as I had people that mistreated me. I had a few people, teachers, and just strangers that just took to me. And some of those people, I, I encountered them for maybe one day or 40 minutes. But I am 31 years old, and I still remember the kindness that was bestowed on me. So I use that as motivation. I use that as reference. And um, I try my best. I'm not perfect, but I try my best to be very intentional about how I deal with kids. And when I was going through my spiritual awakening, I noticed that when I started to when I started to integrate my inner child with with my, the different aspects of my life, I would always picture her, especially when I when I um. When I interact with kids, I would always picture her and she'll be good. So I started to heal from that. Even as a mother to my son, um, I, whenever we would cuddle and do things, I sometimes picture my inner child and I nurture him in a way that I didn't experience. And it has made a big difference in my life. The fact that I am not the mother that I came to this world with. 
a lot of times when I look back at my mom and how she is, and I look about look look at her mother and how she is, and a lot of the women in my maternal family, there are so many similarities. But um, just understanding that I am not that has impacted my life, and it's something that I can't stress enough. Right? Do not be especially the negative side of what you experience, do not turn into your oppressor. That is such an important part of your healing experience. Do not waste the experience you've had from people or just events. Be the opposite of your triggers and watch how your life unfolds. Another example I would like to give is my friendships. So before my awakening, I had a lot of personality traits that I wasn't proud of. And I attracted people who allowed me to exhibit those personality traits. And the most important one I would like to say, the most common one is gossip. So, I mean, there's like petty gossip. Oh, that's a funny shoe she has on and this and that. But when it comes to actually putting down another person, after I experienced my trauma from that, I am I am just so like, I do not encourage conversations. If I'm around somebody and you're talking about someone else, whether I know them or not, this is not the kind of vibration that I'm trying to manifest. So I politely remove myself from that. I have learned to never, ever, ever, ever put down another person. If I have an issue with someone, if I cannot call them, if I can't, if I can't express myself to them, I don't need to have an issue with them. And if I do, I go back and see why is this person who is insignificant to me triggering me in this way? Because a lot of time people that talk about other people, there is a level of insecurity or fear-based energy that is associated with that. And I choose not to live in fear because one, going back to me, fear prevents me from experiencing the life that I want to experience. So whenever I notice myself being intimidated by someone or being triggered to uh, with someone in a way that I need to speak negatively about them, I kind of take that time to go to my guides and say, hey, this happened to me at this time of the day. Please help me to unravel what it meant. And that has been such a profound um, understanding in my life. And I'm appreciative of that because there are times where I didn't think, right, that it would be possible to not be able to share some tea about another person. But here I am in that position. And I go back to that experience. If I hadn't experienced how it was to hear my name being torn apart and then reflect when this person would do it to other people and I would sit there and I would be part of it. And I wouldn't have been able to make such crucial decisions in my life. So in a lot of ways, I'm thankful for that betrayal. I'm thankful for experiencing that, even though I know my actions also um, led to that, right? But I'm thankful because I can live from that experience. I can now say that I am not for this. This is not how I choose to live. So that is one. Just so basically everything, as as far as co-work, I've experienced like 
really, really messy co-worker. Because I experienced this, this lady at, at the place that I used to work before. This woman went out of her way to get me in trouble to the point there was like an open investigation, right? And I'm not a mean person, but I do have an RB, <laughs> RBF. So because of that now, I know whenever I'm in a work situation, I want people to be as comfortable as, as they can be with me. I also want people to feel like they can come to me. If I see somebody being bullied, I want to be an advocate for that person. Why? Because I have experienced bullying. And the more you decide, you make these like little decisions about your life and how you navigate it from your experiences, from no matter how minute the trauma is, um, once you start to integrate that into your life and decide to be the opposite from it, the victor from those experiences, your life unfolds. It changes in a way that I don't even know how to explain. I am not, again, I'm not a saint in any way, shape or form, but I can actually sit with someone and say, I am someone who holds a lot of integrity because I was able to go back and look at my experiences and decide, right? Who I was from those experiences, who I am right now from that experiences and who I intend to be. And as I started to be intentional about who I want to be, I started to manifest that person. So during the time of my awakening, I also um, came across a quote, right? I forgot to add that in that really, really, allowed me i sat with that quote and i was like it really helped me right to be able to make these decisions and i was from oprah and it said no experience is wasted everything in life is happening to grow you up to fill you up to help you to become more of who you were created to be when i heard that first i was experiencing things that i was like there's no way there's no way i can be able to actually make sense of that but as I navigated life, as I started to put into practice more and more, um, it makes sense now. And I'm actually a bit, um, I'm actually a bit nostalgic that <laughs> um, as I look back, um, during the time that I was experiencing that, and I first heard that quote to now, it's like, wow, it actually makes sense. So I hope that what I'm saying resonates with you. And I don't know what experiences you've had, right? But I can tell you that from my belief, right? I believe that our soul incarnates and we have soul contracts with people that allow us, right? From those experiences to be who we were intended to be. Without your traumatic experience, you wouldn't be you. And if you are operating in that experience, I advise that you operate from it, away from it, with the understanding and the lesson that you needed to learn from that. And if you haven't gotten the lessons yet, I ask that you start to be intentional about what you pray for. And part of that prayer should be knowledge and wisdom from those experiences. And also ask God, source, universe, however you choose to refer to the higher power, to help you be the person that your higher self intended you to be from the experiences you've had. And 
just be very mindful and incorporate that in your life. Whether it's, it could be silly things. Start very small. Um, even to this day, honestly, there are some things that I haven't quite touched yet um, because it is still very, very delicate. Um, I go in, I, I, I tap on it and I leave. I go in, I tap it and I leave. I feel so much better about my life. I feel so much more freedom about myself. I always like to remember growing up, I had this heaviness from the nape of my neck to my shoulders. And whenever I would get upset, I would feel it burn. I don't feel that anymore. I think that was just energy, just stuck there because I wasn't letting go of anything. I had so much in, but I was deflecting um, from it. And I'm proud to say, and I'm relieved to say that I'm not in that position. And I hope that me sharing my experiences with you allows you to go back, go within and find your way, your method. My method might not work for you, but my intention behind this podcast is to serve as a guide to, to help you find you and help you find your way into your awakened self. So I would like to leave this here. Um, I thank you again for taking your time to listen to my podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe. Um, if there is anyone who you feel like would resonate with what I'm saying, please do not hesitate to share with them. I can be reached at healintoyourawakening at gmail.com. I would love to interact with you on Instagram as well. Right now we're on Instagram. I'm not really on Facebook right now, but Instagram it is. And it's Heal Into Your Awakening. Um, until we speak again, peace, love, and light. I thank you and I love you. Have a blessed week. Bye.